Welcome to the PA is in the show created by PAs for PAs where codependency with your supervising physician is a thing of the past. Optimal team practice is the future and physician associate has taken the place of physician assistant as the professional title of choice. We are redefining what success as a PA looks like and what it feels like. Here you'll find the tangible, practical things that I use to escape healthcare burnout, the exact mindset shifts, money habits, systems, and processes I used to become a unicorn PA with a job that I love, abundant energy, time to spare, and work-optional financial freedom. I'm sharing everything that has helped me to navigate over a decade of PA life with you so that you can live long and prosper. The PA is in. Today, I want to talk to you about a SOAP note framework for interactions. Now, I'm not talking about subjective, objective assessment and plan, but I am going to use those initials to dive into a specific interaction framework that you can use for everything from your next negotiation with your practice administrator to the next interview you have with a patient to the next interview you have for a new job to the next time that you interact with your partner or your kids. So we're going to walk through SOAP. So it's a format that you know and love or love to hate, the SOAP note. And we're going to walk through some of these rules of engagement, how you can set the stage, how you can be the driver of this interaction, and how you can end up with a positive outcome and a positive experience for everyone involved. So the four things that you're going to do is number one, you're going to set the stage. In this part, you're going to set the rules of engagement for your interaction. Number two, you're going to define the outcome. You're going to ask the person that you're visiting with or you're having an interaction with what's their desired outcome, and you're going to share yours and adapt it based on what theirs was when you asked them. A is for at the end. So at the end, you're going to say at the end of this time together, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to create a plan going forward. And P actually does stand for plan, just like it does in a soap note. And I'm going to walk you through a series of questions and some suggestions on how you can create that plan. Because as you know, you can come up with a plan that a patient isn't bought into and they're not going to do the thing that you're planning. So in this framework, we're going to walk through how to co-create a plan. So how to you with your kid or you with your patient or you with your administrator can go through and co-create a plan that solves the problems that you're having and the problems that your counterpart is having through these negotiations. So Soap note framework for interactions works at home, works at work, probably works with a cashier at the local grocery store. I haven't tried it there. I hope that you do and you let me know how it goes. First up, the S of soap. So set the stage. I'm going to use a patient visit as we talk through this. So you're going to set the stage. So you walk into a room and you say, Mr. Smith, it's so nice to meet you. I'm Tracy. I'm the PA that's going to be taking care of you today. It looks like we have about 20 minutes together. And during that time, here is what you can expect. First, we're going to talk. I'm going to ask you some questions about how you're feeling and what you hope to get out of this visit and specific symptoms that you might be having. And then I'm going to examine you. And then after that, we're going to come up with a plan together for how we can get you to start feeling better. How does that sound to you? 
And Mr. Smith's going to say, wow, that sounds amazing. I honestly can't remember if I said Mr. Smith before. That's usually my example. So we're going with Mr. Smith. So here's what you did. You, you introduce yourself and you set an expectation for time. Hey, we have about 20 minutes together today or 15 minutes or seven minutes, or you can skip that piece altogether if you're somewhere where like the ER or somewhere where that doesn't apply, but you kind of set the expectation. Like, here's what you can expect from this interaction. Step one, we're going to talk, right? You're going to do the history. Step two, we're going to do the exam. You're going to do the physical. Step three, we're going to come up with a plan together. And you could also say we're going to review diagnostic studies or things that we have done in the past if that's included and a part of your practice. So what this does when you S, set the stage, is it lets everyone know what they can expect from this interaction. So you know they know what the plan is. And this may seem silly because like, doesn't everyone know what going to the doctor includes? Like, doesn't everyone know what going to see your provider entails? But what you're, what you're doing is two things. You're letting them know what to expect, which is great as a patient and people really appreciate. And number two, you are taking control of that interaction, not because you're power hungry, but because you are the person who's driving that visit. And that you are going to ask them questions. And certainly there's going to be a period of time where they get to ask questions. But you're saying, here's what you can expect. And so you've told them what's coming. Because they might be nervous or they might feel very vulnerable about being there. Maybe there's someone who hates to go to the office and you're already putting them at ease. We're going to talk. We're going to review what's already happened. I'm going to examine you and we're going to make a plan together. And now in their mind, they're like, okay. That's four steps. It's a specific plan. I know what to expect. And then they're going to feel better when you start to ask them questions. If you just dive in cold turkey without really setting the stage or letting them know what to expect, they're like, oh, first she's here and now she's asking me questions. It can put them on the defensive. This is sort of like we're on the same team. This is where we're going. Let's go together. Here's what you can expect on the journey. You're drawing a roadmap for them with this set the stage and set the ground rules S of soap note for interactions. On to the O. So O is for outcome. So you can ask your patient at the beginning of their visit, what are the top three things that you want to cover today? Now you may be thinking, I don't have time for three things. Okay, then say one thing. If this is an acute visit and you work in primary care, say, Mr. Smith, what's the one thing that you're hoping to cover today? What's the one thing that you want to get out of this visit? And he's going to tell you. And then you can say, great, my biggest concern is helping you to understand X, Y, Z, or making sure you know the plan with Y, right? So you get to say what their expected outcome is, what they want to cover, and what your expected outcome is. And this gives you an opportunity if their outcome is ridiculous, right? If they walk in there for an acute visit for ear pain and they want to talk to you about 17 different things, you have said, what's the top one, two, or three things you want to cover today? And you've given them a cutoff, which some patients need a cutoff because they will talk to you about 37 things. So what are the top three things that you want to cover? One, two, or three things you can decide what that is. and then. You're going to ask them, what would make this visit a really big win for you? What would make you feel really great about your health, 
or wellness or what's been going on if it's an acute problem when you walk out of this office. And they're probably not going to know what to say because likely no provider has asked them that. And what you're doing there is you're identifying what a really good win of a visit looks like for them. You're saying, hey, I know that we're going to cover some medical stuff and like what would be the really, a really good win for you? And sometimes if it's someone who's say they're in your office with a sprained ankle, but they like to play pickleball and they really want to get back on the pickleball court, they're going to say a really big win for me would be a plan for when I'm going to get back on my feet and be able to play the sport that I love. Great. So now you know Mr. Smith's chief complaint. And now you know Mr. Smith's desired outcome. So you set the expectations for the visit and then you figured out his desired outcome. And then you can say, my best case scenario for this visit is to figure out how we can get you back on your feet safely without causing any long-term injury and for you to understand the plan for therapy and whatever intervention we're going to do going forward. So now you know what Mr. Smith wants to get out of this visit, what his ideal outcome is, and he knows what you want to get out of it. So you've established this is what we're hoping to accomplish as a part of this visit. And then the A is at the end. So you're going to further dive into the outcome and you're going to tell them what they can expect from you from a plan standpoint. So you said, hey, we have 20 minutes together. Here's what we're going to talk about. Here's how this is going to go. What's your outcome? What's my outcome? And then you're going to say at the end. So in our last five minutes together, I want to take time to make sure that you understand the plan because we're going to do a lot of talking. I'm going to examine you. We're going to move kind of quickly because I want to make sure that we still have time for questions at the end. In the last five minutes, we're going to work together to come up with a plan that works for you and helps us figure out what's going on and make a plan to get you back on your feet. And you're going to reference that outcome that Mr. Smith talked about. So he said, I really want to get back on my feet. There's a pickleball tournament in six weeks that I want to be playing in. And you're going to say, we're going to work together to come up with a plan and see if that's safe and feasible given what's going on with you medically. Great. We've set the stage. S. We've defined the outcome. O. We've said at the end, this is what we're going to do at the end. And then the P is plan. So I want Mr. Smith on board with co-creating the plan with me. So someone comes in and they have ankle pain and something is wrong and you say rest, ice, compression, and elevation. And honestly, I don't do orthopedics, so I have absolutely no idea if that is what we're doing for ankle sprains or strains anymore. I honestly probably never knew. I don't know that I got that multiple choice question right in PA school. But let's assume it's rest, ice, compression, and elevation. Someone in ortho can message me if that's no longer what we're doing for ankle sprains. But you can dictate a plan and say, this is what you will do, Mr. Smith. Or you can get them to buy into the plan. And the way that you get someone to buy into the plan, the way that you co-create a solution to the problem, ankle pain, that Mr. Smith is having is asking questions. Now we ask questions all day long as we're taking a patient history, but what we really want to ask Mr. Smith is what were you hoping I could help you with today? That's it. That's the entire question. Mr. Smith, what were you hoping that I could help you with today? And he's going to tell you getting back on my feet, 
great. How do you think I could get you back on your feet? And he's saying, if it doesn't hurt anymore, and you're saying, great, let's try to identify the source of your pain so that we can fix it. And sometimes we can fix it with medications, or sometimes we can fix it with therapy, or sometimes we can fix it with rest. But he has told you his ideal outcome. And you are getting him to help develop the plan with you. And no, he doesn't know what arthroscopy is, but you can pull out of him some information so that he buys into the plan that you are developing as a part of this visit. So that's the SOAP note. So S, set the stage. O, what is the ideal outcome for the patient that you're interacting with and you at the end, give them some expectation. The last five minutes together, we're going to go through the plan. And P, have them co-create the solution or create a plan with you, patient and provider together, so that they are bought in to the outcome. So let's take a non-patient example and look at this interaction and talk about um, how this can go. So my husband and I went on a romantic getaway a couple of weeks ago, and we are so busy in the midst of just a season of craziness with the kids and sports and events. And it was kind of before the holidays, but after sports ended and we were driving on this road trip. So we're driving, driving, and I have in my mind an itinerary and an actual typed up itinerary of things that we're going to logistically be doing on this getaway. And my husband says, I can't wait to do nothing on this trip. I'm like, do nothing? Why would you think we'd be doing nothing? And he's like, that's what we like to do on our vacations. And I'm like, oh, no, we have like an itinerary full of things that we're doing. And so if I could go back (laughs) in time, hop in my time machine and go back to the time where we were planning this trip, I would use this SOAP format, right? So I would say, hey, Dan. Do you have 10 minutes to review our plans for Virginia? And he would say yes. And I'd say, great. Okay, here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about some of the logistics, where we're staying, where we're driving, maybe where we're eating. And then I'd like to get some input from you. And then we'll like come up with a final itinerary and make plans and reservations as we need to. And he would say, great. And I would say, what are the top three things that you want to accomplish or do or have happen on this getaway. And he would have said, sleep in because no kids are going to distract us. And like, he probably would have said, like, also have sex. And he probably would have said, like, eat a really good pizza. Right. So here are three. I haven't asked him this, but I'm assuming those would be in the top three. Sleep, sex, and sustenance. (laughs) Those are the three S's that he would be concerned about. And I would have said, okay, the three things that I want to do on vacation are exercise together and go do yoga, Um, get a massage and visit with my aunt and uncle. So movement, massage, I can't think of a thing of visiting with my aunt and uncle that starts with an M. So Dan's are all S's and mine's two M's and a V. (laughs) Uh, Movement, massage, and uh, visit with my family. So be able to reconnect with my aunt and uncle who live in the area that we were going. So I set the stage. Here's the time. Here, here's what you can expect from this interaction. Then I identified Dan's ideal outcome and my ideal outcome. This is all theoretical. I did not do this, by the way. And we did argue about the itinerary, which is why I'm going back to dissect this. And then I would say to Dan, okay, at the last five minutes of this conversation, we're going to have nailed down a specific 
plan for the itinerary and who's calling where to make what reservations and who is making what plans. And as we would go through the plan, having Dan there, I could ask him questions and have him co-create the plan. Because what I didn't do in this interaction and looking back, I didn't have this conversation that I'm talking about in theory at all. I didn't make the plan um, in conjunction with Dan. So I did make a plan based on what I assumed he wanted and it didn't turn out to be what he wanted. So it didn't go so well. And I didn't get some of the things that I wanted done because we didn't have this intentional conversation. So if I could go back in time, I would have this 20 minute conversation that would have avoided a two hour argument (laughs) on our vacation. But I think that this framework for interactions you can use for lots of different things. So let's think about how we could use it for a meeting with your practice administrator. So, and you can use this early on in the interaction. So even before you get in the actual interaction with your administrator, you can say, hey, Jeffrey, your practice administrator is now named Jeffrey. Hey, Jeffrey, uh, there's some things I wanted to talk to you about. I think we're going to need about half an hour. When is a good time for you to have that conversation? And they're going to say, Tuesday at lunchtime. Great. You're going to say, I'm going to block my clinic schedule make sure that I'm available for those 30 minutes together. And then Tuesday comes along. You walk into Jeffrey's office and you sit down and you say, hey, Jeffrey, thanks so much for meeting with me today. I just want to double check. Does 30 minutes still work for you? Are you still good for 30 minutes? I had us down from going from 12 to 12.30 to talk about some of these issues that we're facing at our practice. And he's going to say like, yep, we're good. And you're going to say, okay, here's the plan. I have some issues that I wanted to talk through with you to see how things are on your end. I'd like to present some creative solutions that I've come up with. And when we finish up, I would love for us to have come up with at least the beginnings of a plan for where we go from here. Okay, that sounds good, right? So now you've like set the stage, you've outlined what you're going to do. And in this situation, you're not really going to say, what are the top three things that you want to cover? But you could say, hey, where do you see room for improvement in our practice? And they're going to say, oh, throughput and patient access and blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. For me, the top three things that I want to cover and that I'd like to see changed are, you know, safety of our providers, the template, and like the quality of our MAs that we have in the office. Awesome. Okay, then you can dive into each one of those topics. And as you go through the topic, you can kind of jump ahead to co-creating the plan where you're saying like, here's a problem and I have some solutions, but I'm curious like what you were hoping that we could make the practice look like relative to these things. And so in this meeting, you're having the administrator on your side And by on your side, I mean on the same team as you trying to solve some of these problems. I think all too often we walk into these situations and it ends up adversarial. They are wanting this and you are wanting this. But really, ultimately, you want similar things as the outcome of the practice. And if you can use this framework for those interactions, they will go better. And then one last one. I don't know if any of you are a parent, but if you are a parent, 
I have recently been doing these one-on-one dates with my kids. We have five kids. So one-on-one time with mom is amazing. They think it's incredible. We try to schedule it quarterly for me to spend time one-on-one with the kids, for Dan to spend time one-on-one with the kids. And you could do this as you are planning your one-on-one date with the kids, right? So you could say, hey, Colby, Tuesday, you're off of school. I close my office for the day. We're going to spend the day together. We're going to have about eight hours where we can hang out during the day. And here's what you can expect. I have to record two podcasts in the morning. So you're going to read and hang out and be on your own. But after that, we've got some time to hang out. So with our time to hang out, what are the top three things that you want to do today? And he's going to say like Legos and KiwiCo crates and go outside and play football. Great. My top three things are I really want to feel connected to you. I want to know what's going on with your life. And I would love to bake some cookies, right? So we've outlined my ideal outcome, his ideal outcome. And then at the end where we're really kind of diving into like uh, what the outcome is going to be at the end for this is like, I want to feel really connected to you, Colby. I want to walk away from this day having made some really great memories. So let's make a plan. So what were you hoping to do today? And he's going to say all the things. Okay, how can we solve those problems? How can we come up with a creative solution for our day? You know, what can we do before lunch? What can we do after lunch? It's going to rain in the morning, so maybe we should play football in the afternoon or vice versa. We need to stop by the library. So in that way, you're just kind of outlining the plan for your one-on-one time with your kid. And you've identified what he wants to do and what you want to do, and then how can we come together to kind of make those outcomes a reality as a part of this interaction. So this is applicable to pretty much every interaction that you're having. It doesn't have to be so like crazy formal, but I think if you start with set the stage, like timing, here's what you can expect. What are the ideal outcomes? What do you want the outcome to be? What do I want the outcome to be? Is there overlap? Can we accomplish those by doing some of the same things? What's the plan going to be going forward? Like what are next steps for implementing this plan or for doing the thing or for having the day or doing whatever? And that when you're coming up with the plan, you're co-creating the plan with the person that you're working with or the person who's sitting across the table from you, whether that's a patient on an exam table or a seven-year-old on a day off from school. I hope that this was helpful to you. I think if you're interested in learning more about yourself as a PA, a really great resource is the PA personality quiz. So if you go to tracybingaman.com slash type, um, you can take, it's a 60 second quiz. It asks you a bunch of questions and it gives you your PA catchphrase and talks about kind of how you are and how you approach these different interactions. So use the soap note, try the soap note, be the soap note, and let me know how it goes. Tag me on social media. And if you found this episode to be helpful. If you're going to use this soap note framework, if you want me to email you a PDF that has this information, shoot me an email at the money PA. That's the money PA at gmail.com and say, I need the soap note and I will send it to you. If a lot of people send it, I will create like a download where you can download it automatically. But for now, just send me an email, uh, themoneypa at gmail.com. I need the soap note and I will send it right over to you. Um, I just want to say thank you. 
for listening, for being a part of this community, for sharing with your friends. If this episode helped you at all, share it on social, tag your friends. Um, I'm so glad that it is meeting you where you are, it is resonating, resonating with you, and it's serving you during this season. Thanks for tuning in to the show by PAs for PAs, where we help you to design your life so that you can live long and prosper. It's your time to be inspired, to take effective action, and to become one of those unicorn PAs who loves their job, has abundant energy, time to spare, and financial freedom. And now you have the tools to have these great positive interactions with people where you can help to direct the conversation, to stay on track, to come to a positive outcome for everyone. And I hope that that really serves you well. That's all for now. This PA is out.